Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome. At MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com, we're talking practical tips, practical help. How can we help you or someone you know or love live life more occupationally live life more functionally and live life more independently today let's talk about organization with the help of yourtherapysource.com especially for students organizational skills to help students and to help those in life not just in the school but in the home and in life if you have students who have trouble with organization skills it can be very difficult to manage assignments and books and notebooks, calculators, folders, pens and pencils, especially when you have to move from class to class. There are some tips that can help students be more organized. Interestingly, when I do OT evaluations, even when I do OT screenings, especially in the Board of Ed and public schools, one thing I look at is, are they able to organize those papers into a folder? Can they close the folder? Can they put the folder in the knapsack? Can they close the knapsack? And then I take a bunch of UNO cards, I throw them in the desk. Can they get all those UNO cards? Can they organize them together, put them on the desk, put them in a pile, and organize it properly? Sometimes it's very difficult for kids to do that. If you see different kids in the classroom, or you see different kids in the home, and you see that they're they're their areas of where the doing work is so disorganized, so all over the place. Let's say you have your kids sitting at the dining room table doing their homework or sitting at the kitchen table doing their homework. Look how they're organized or not. Are their papers neatly next to each other? Do they have a format to how they go about the classwork or the homework? Or is everything just strewn all over the place? Is there a section of their room everything all over the place? Do they put away their stuff nicely? Do they put away their materials nicely? Is everything strewn all over the place in their room? If they share a room, can you tell differences in the kids who share the room? And think about yourself. Do you organize yourself well? Do you put things away? Do you have different areas for different things? It might seem like things are all over the place, but I know where everything is in the kitchen. I know where everything is in the basement storage and in our dining room piece and in the break front. And I know which things are in which things and which shelves are for which things. The dresser has which items and the attic has which things. It might seem disorganized, but I have a method. Do you have a method for your things? Do your kids have methods for their things, especially in the classroom? And as they go about the home, it's important to be organized. So number one, we need to be a good role model. We have to have our organized materials. We need to have our materials organized and put in different places. Our desks should be organized. Our different office space should be organized. So when my kids see that all the groceries come, every place has its thing. Every item has its place. So like we said last week, there's a place for the water. There's a place for the microwave that goes in storage when not being used. There's a place for the loose pencils and pens and tape in that drawer. There's a place for the dairy utensils. There's a place for the meat utensils and the place for the pots and the pans. There's a place to put the seltzers. There's a place to put the pantry items. And they know where everything goes. They know where the yogurts go in the fridge. We have to be organized. And when it comes to different areas of the dining room organizer, each drawer has a different thing. And if they went into the basement, not that they do, but as they get older... Each pantry, each storage unit has a different purpose. One has the paper towels and one has the Swiffer products. That same one has those products. And then there's also paper and plastic materials there. Then one has the random bathroom items we accumulated over the year. One is the real makeshift food pantry with four shelves. And one has like the jars and 
the like and things like that and cans and jars and and if they would go through each pantry and then then the fake closet the makeshift closet there are the games and then there's some bedding materials every closet every pantry has its item has its use has its organization and in the attic each shelf also has its organization the dresser each one has its organization if they see that you're the good role model how everything has its place they can also learn to make things organized for their own materials also, remove or have the student or child remove all unnecessary materials, papers, or books from the chosen area and from the work area. This I try to do every so often. We had a major amount of nesting when the, when the kids were being expected on the way, especially with child number two and three. I had a major nesting phase. Usually it's the, it's the actual wife who's nesting has it, but when I, have that so I was nesting so I went through different things and I had to clear out all things I went through a ton a ton of papers it was such a good feeling tidying out the attic I must have went through four bags four full garbage bags of getting rid of old papers I was like ah nice this is great but you know we accumulate so much stuff I'm gonna have to do it again in the coming months in the coming years you have to remove all unnecessary thing over time also Set aside time daily or weekly to organize work and clean up. It's good to be able to organize. It's good to be able to clean up. Again, we have the people that come twice a month now, Blaine Andrew, to help us clean around the house. But tidying, that could be done by yourself. Dishes, unfortunately, sometimes they sit, but there should be time where you go through it. Mail usually ends up being Thursday nights. I go through the major bulk of the mail, and then we tidy up. So there should always be time to organize and to clean up. Use containers to organize pencils, pens, crayons, etc. I have one next to my office desk in the attic. I have a whole organizer. And in the kitchen now we have a drawer for the tape measure slash pens, pencils, tape, things that need to really be grabbed right away. We also have a cabinet above uh under the ceiling, but above the entranceway that has the other materials that don't need to be accessed every second like a screwdriver but different areas should be organized in different ways and definitely use containers that could definitely help to organize things place a sack over the chair or the desk to organize books when not in use this is a thing i've seen in many classrooms i agree with that i like it it gives more space but lets you use more function to the chair or to the desk to organize books when not in use they also have below the desk on the side of the desk behind the chair in front of the chair under the chair under the desk all areas that are good to organize books and different materials. You could also use colored tape. Mark off a rectangle on the desktop to indicate where books should go. Good to have different visual cues. Those are not just for organizing purposes, but also in the kitchen. For example, if you have dairy and meat like we do in the Jewish culture, so you could use blue for dairy and red for meat. And also for the hot faucets, hot and cold faucets, red versus cold blue. It's also very good. To know things like that, to always know where everything is, it's good to be able to reflect and realize what different things are. That's what color tape could be used for. Also, break down long projects or tasks into smaller parts. Provide materials at the desk needed for each part rather than the entire project. So if you know a part's going to take a few if you know a, a project is going to take a few parts, going to take a few sessions, then try to just keep what you need for the moment. Le- to, to think separately in the kitchen, I try to keep items that are most often used closest at hand. So if I only need one sugar, I'm going to keep one sugar upstairs and the other four sugars downstairs in the makeshift pantry. If I know that I need some 
some spray. I'm only going to keep one up there, not four. You'll bring the rest downstairs. Keep what you need for that part of the project, for that part of the week, for that part of whatever you're involved in. And you could break it down into other steps. Also, could give assignments or chores or tasks in the home or in the classroom one at a time, such as one worksheet at a time. You don't need to have 450 worksheets, just the current worksheet you're working on one at a time. Encourage the student or the child to use a planner or agenda and write down assignments as soon as possible. For some reason, the weekly planners, the monthly planners never really worked for me, but nowadays for the iPhone I use for my XR, I put every, and even with the SE and the previous iPhones, I put down every appointment I could think of in the phone. All the students I see at night is in the phone. Any meetings, like school meetings I put on the phone, any doctor visits for our kids I put on the phones or for ourselves. This way I know when it's coming up. That's my version of an organizer. But back in college and in high school, I didn't have such a thing. And I didn't really like the monthly or the weekly planners, but I loved a homework pad. And I would write down every day what assignments were coming up and what was due, what had to be done. Those were those little fat homework books. I don't know if you had them, but I definitely had them growing up. I loved those things. And that's what I used to use. I was never really into those planners, but you can give a kid a planner because they can work for many other kids or an agenda or let them use a big fat homework book. It doesn't have to be fat. It could be thin. It could be small. But whatever you do to write down the assignment so they know what's coming up as soon as possible. You could also color code notebooks and folders based on a subject. In college and grad school, I switched over to the accordion notebook, which had like 13 sections. Every different subject had one, and that would just go right into the bag. But you could do folders. Folders could get a little messy, could get a little disorganized. If you have the accordion, it's easier to keep it focused and in front of you. But those are all good ways to try to keep organizational skills at bay. Join us next time as we talk about increasing student participation, probably breaking it down into two parts here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.